Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Gadget Flow. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I'm super excited because I am talking with Lucas and Martin, co-founders of Flash. Lucas, Martin, thank you guys so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Hi, Roy. Thank you for the invitation. Hello, Roy. Thank you for inviting us. Absolutely. So you guys have this vision to make high-quality, high-performance electric skateboards for racing, training, commute purposes. And I think now it's more timely than ever with you know people stuck at home wanting to get out and just you know explore a little bit more. So really inspired uh, by your story, you know, where you guys have come and where it all began. So if you guys would, please tell our audience, you know, where does this all start and what inspired you to create Flash? Yeah, so we are from Central Europe, we can say Czech Republic, where we started with all this idea. But the first we saw, so the products came in from from the US. Uh, I think that uh, every most of the uh, the audience who are listening to us right now know the boosted board and so it was the first inspiration when when we saw these products and when we saw this kind of products on the market and I, I tried it for the first time I, I fell in love with that with this product and I was like okay that's something we want to bring into Europe that was the first idea because we didn't have that uh, it was just in the US and that's how it started because in, in Europe in, in our uh, country no one sell that no one did that so that was the first idea i create this board this product so talk talk a little bit about where where that all began in terms of you know sourcing or you know traveling to china visiting yeah. factories doing okay. all those sorts of things okay okay so yeah as i as i mentioned that was the first idea you know we didn't have that so we wanted to create that we want to make it we want to write it and yeah so we, we started step by step uh, I was 19 when I started uh, the company, when I started this idea. And I, I should say that at the first <laughs> at, at the first stage, I was a little bit naive. Like it will be, you know, we will just buy something and, and, and do it. But step by step, well, we went through all the things behind, like the business stuff and uh, also a lot of bookkeeping and all these things came in. But uh, we did that and... After some time, we get the first investors in Europe and get the more experiences from the market. And we, I decided to to fly to to the place where is everything happening in this industry, in this small electro mobility. We can say where is everything making, and it was in Shenzhen, uh, in the center of Shenzhen, uh, where we can say the Shenzhen is like Silicon Valley of the hardware. And there is like most of the brands on the board are manufacturing there right now. So we fly there and we we were going from factories to factories to, to get the necessary 
like experiences, how these parts are manufacturing, how to test, how to do the quality control, and how to control all the supply chain, you know, from the from the development to assembly, QC, and to to find delivery. So yeah, that we like I spent a half year in Shenzhen. I just rent the the flat there and going from factories to factories. Uh, rent to sit in international maker center. I met with some interesting people like there, and they they educate us. They'll help. They they helped us uh, to to get in this industry and to to better know that. So when you were creating Flash, talk a little bit about that the process. You know, how did you go about deciding what features to include? How to design it? How to find and source all of the different pieces of the boards themselves and the wheels and the technology there? Okay. So uh, the first thing, which how we want, you know, we, we wanted to make it uh, better in our point of view, you know, because we were riding the electric skateboards and the thing we wanted uh, to add, for example, we, we didn't like uh, at all like the, the belt drive system because it's making big noise and also the braking and acceleration isn't so smooth, for example, compared to direct drive motors, which we are re- using right now. So... Uh, we were trying to find something what we can add because we know that the market right now is full of of the uh, of many different pro- products, but we just wanted to add the features which will help us to get the best riding experience we wanted to get from the board because we were using it. So so that that's how we step by step started to adding the parts and we started with uh, with like development in this, uh, but after that. We also were facing the, because it's not about development, everything, because uh, we figure out that to make one board is a little bit different compared to make a, like all production, you know, and bring the mass production and bring it to the market. So well, we, that's what we were experiencing during, during this way. So what were some of those challenges that you've encountered along the way when just designing the product initially? Okay, the most challenges... Uh, where to dealing with the uh, Chinese supplier, we can say it's for me still the big challenges because there is a little bit different attitude compared to, for example, when you are making the business with in Europe, in US, uh, they have uh, the different habits in a business and, and, you know, the negotiation and all this stuff. So it was like <laughs> big, big things we went through and then to, to better understand how to deal with, with these suppliers. It was the the biggest thing for me to learn their thinking and all this stuff. Interesting. So in terms of designing the product and building the product out, what made you guys mm-hmm. decide that crowdfunding was the right means to, to bring this product to market with? I didn't hear you clearly. So Martin, maybe if, if you catch that, you can un- answer. So the idea behind uh, going through crowdfunding was that we want to, we want to, we wanted to come on the market with a with a in a huge wave. We wanted to bring our brand and kind of disturb the market with uh, our new innovations and what our product contains. So coming through crowdfunding, uh, it's basically ramping up the production to a high quantity, uh, uh, putting as many boards as we can on the market, so the people get the idea that there's a new brand the the customers are aware that they can come and buy 
let's say, more innovative product that there's ever been. And by doing this, we would establish our brand uh, and uh, and then continue with uh, sales after crowdfunding, which this crowdfunding would really provide us with a, with a foundation with, uh, I would say, with firm likes on the market. And we would be able to to start sales in a, in a bigger scale. Because if we would just come on the market and try to sell our products, it would be very expensive for us to run marketing campaigns that would allow us to sell, uh, you know, let's say boards in, in quantity of hundreds. Uh, it would be very hard to get and establish a name uh, if we wouldn't choose the way to go through crowdfunding. So that that's that's the reason that we decided to go this way and we hope it's going to bring us uh, much more success than just going and, and starting to sell uh, sell in, in any other way. So we talk a lot on this show about the months leading up to the crowdfunding campaign. And, you know, right now the campaign hasn't launched as we're recording this, but likely when it goes out live to our audience of listeners, it'll be live. Can you talk a little bit about some of the preparation work that you guys have been doing behind the scenes to get this product, you know, launched and into the market? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, the idea to start crowdfunding and the actual work started about, uh, I would say, about 10 months ago. And it was when we we decided that we we're going to go this way. We, we started preparing materials, preparing content. And in the beginning, it was... Uh, a little bit uh, tough to make the right decision, either if we're going to go on Indiegogo or Kickstarter. So first we decided to go on Indiegogo and uh, everything was almost ready. Uh, uh, we we had uh, our producers uh, promise to us that they would be able to start a production in, in, a, in a big wave uh, if, in case we would get uh, a decent amount of orders uh, from the uh, campaign. So the whole pr- uh, production process and the whole supply chain was uh, established. We were, that was the main thing that we had to make sure that we would be able to deliver products to the customers that would uh, pitch in their money to all the backers. So we felt like, we felt pretty firm in this way. We, we felt that, that our suppliers uh, would be able <clears throat> to deliver us uh, in case we would get uh, order for 50, 100, 200 boards. So that was the first step we had to do. And following on that, uh, we started preparing uh, some of the marketing materials, especially preparing pictures, videos, preparing all the marketing content that we would be able to use. Uh, So that was the second step that we had to do. Uh, We had some some more people that that were able to help us, uh, some graphic designers and... uh, I would say uh, media or visual cutters. So they helped us to prepare the, uh, the photos, videos. And following on that, we were almost ready to go and launch before Christmas because we wanted to make this happen before the Christmas time. So uh, people would be able to, uh, let's say, buy uh, one of our boards for a Christmas or at least pay for it before and then it would be delivered several months later. However, this showed up that it, we weren't as ready as we thought. You know, there's many things that you expect that would happen 
or that that would uh, happen on your on the as, as you uh, prepare them on your timeline. But many of them just just get delayed, especially preparing the content and preparing all the things uh, to make sure our campaign will be successful. So it's we knew already that we were a bit delayed. So after at, during the Christmas time, we just decided to postpone by a few months. And at that time, we also made a decision that we would, instead of Indiegogo, we would go on Kickstarter because uh, based on the traffic, we found that Kickstarter uh, had many more visitors uh, and we uh, and probably our campaign would get much more success there. So in the beginning of this year, around January or February, we decided not only to do the campaign on our own, but have received some help from a marketing agency from from you guys so it was uh and the last step that we made uh to that to to make sure that our time and our money would get really uh how how to say that we wanted to make sure that we would get the mag- maximum out of this crowdfunding campaign. So we decided to partner up with Adventist that would help us to with the mostly marketing and with the whole preparation of the campaign. So this uh, this resulted in setting up a new date for launch and I would say that was the, the whole preparation of the campaign. So Martin, you've been working with us at Inventus Partners for, for months now. What were some of those considerations when you guys were going through the process of not launching last year, reevaluating platforms, now working with an agency? You know, What were some of those factors that went into deciding to work with Inventus Partners? So I would say some of the first factors was that we wanted to make the campaign as successful as we could. So we were thinking that we would be able to do it on our own. But then uh, Lucas got in touch with some of his uh, some of his friends that he met in, in China. And I think after he had a long discussion with, uh, his name is Harrison, he had a long discussion with him. And I think at that point, he realized that by having someone who would be uh, helping us with the lounge would be guiding us through and providing us with the best advices with marketing uh, and advertisement. I think after he realized that the campaign might be much more successful by having you guys, by having Adventist Adventist involved in this uh, preparation process and also uh, in the whole campaign, at that point, we realized that it'll be it'll be the way to go. Yeah, I know the team here is super excited about the launch coming next week, and I know we're going to share that with the audience when it goes live. So it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, I know Lucas uh, had dropped off. Not sure what the issue was there, but it looks like you've drawn the uh, short straw for the launch round, where I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. So Martin, <laughs> are you good to go? All right, great. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. So what inspired you to be an entrepreneur? Personally, I would say it was my father who inspired me since my very young age. I was growing up in this environment where my dad was... Um, 
Great, you're back. back. Okay, so I don't know how that happened, but right now just everything filed. No worries. I'm happy. Great, great. No worries. Yeah, Martin's actually jumping into the launch round, so he's just finishing up what inspired him to be an entrepreneur. So, okay. Great. Yeah, so when I was growing up, uh, I've been in this environment where my dad was uh, doing business, he was traveling, uh, he was always, uh, always busy. And I think when I was about maybe 10 or 12 years old, I, I realized that I would like to, that he became my role model and I would like to do similar activities uh, as he did. So uh, at that point, I, I think that was the first time when I realized that I would like to do business or be an entrepreneur, uh, make my ideas happen and bring, give people something they they want something they would like to get and since then uh, i decided to go on this on this entrepreneurial journey beautiful well lucas i'll throw you one question if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history who would it be steve jobs steve all right what would have been your first question for him <laughs> that's interesting big <laughs> it's hard to say because i have a lot of questions i want to ask him and it's Right now, a little bit hard. <laughs> right now, it's not possible. But um, I'm, I don't want to say that it would be question. I will just, the first thing which I will say him that he inspired me to go on the entrepreneurial journey. As Martin right now mentioned that someone inspired him to, to be the entrepreneur. That's for me, it's Steve Jobs. And the things he did he bring to this world and that's something why i also started because you know when i was thinking what i will do so i choose to be entrepreneur because my goal is to bring some new products new things to the market to the world which will help people which will make them happy and something will be here after i will you know i will go yeah and I think that that's the mission that Steve Jobs did pretty well. So that's what I want to say him. Like, man, you inspired me. And uh, I, I, I choose this journey to, to do something similar, to, to bring this word, something what will be here after me. Nice. Next question for you, Martin. Uh, any business books or life books you would recommend to our listeners? I would definitely recommend this one book that I always think about. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's a great book uh, that gives you some great inspiration about how to deal with people and how to get along with them. Absolutely. Lucas, any recommendations on the book front? Yeah, for me, uh, the best book in few last days I read is uh, The Lean Startup. It's one of my favorite Right now, it's how to build uh, your lean business and all about the lean business way and building the businesses. Uh, that's one of my favorite right now, I can say. And the book which uh, like opened my mind about the, the business was like the, the Poor and Rich Dad and the Kiyosaki Cashflow Quadrant. So these are the books uh, why I also started to do, to do business, to, you know, to change my thinking. Excellent. Well, yeah, you should definitely check out my other podcast interview with Steve Blank, you know, the, the father of the lean startup and MVP side of things. Um, last question. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a great episode a couple of years ago I recorded with him. 
Last question for you both, uh, and I know your crowdfunding campaign hasn't launched yet, but interested to get your insights pre-launch is what does the future of crowdfunding look like to you both? Martin, maybe you can start. Uh, I think the future uh, of crowdfunding. So let's let's look at it this way. Uh, I think there's always there's always going to be a lot of products, a lot of things that that you can you can back on. Uh, either Kickstarter or Indiegogo. So there's always going to be something. But what is going to make a difference? What's going to be the product that's going to change people's life? What's going to be the, the new thing that's going to bring a significant innovation to the market? And how often is that going to be coming? That's the question. I think, I think the crowdfunding... Is looking is looking pretty good. Uh, it's just about waiting uh, for the right product that's gonna come. Uh, honestly, there's we we've we've seen a, a lot of products that made difference that were able to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars, and uh, I think they're still gonna be coming. It's it's just a matter in in what. Quantity. How often is this going to be happening? So. Lucas. Okay. From my point of view, I'm looking on Kickstarter and crowdfunding overall. How this industry is growing. So I think that uh, like the future of this industry will be still some grow because I I can see that people like to support to the new products bring to life and new companies and. I really like, like uh, this kind of industry and I think that more people and we can see that like that more and more. And so, yeah, I believe still big in big opportunity in it. And I also can see that the actually like the companies who are already on the market also use the Kickstarter to promote uh, their products. I think that uh, may it will be more in the future because now it's more a little bit changing. Before, when I was looking on it, like people we're really starting with some idea and right now it's more about to how like about the way of the market entry of the new product we can call that crowdfunding that's my point of view right let me, let me add to this i i think that the community is is has been growing and it's going to be continuously growing and people will be more aware of uh uh kickstarter being one of the things they will not only think about going to amazon and buying new products that are already established on the market but i think there's going to be more and more people that will be going on kickstarter and looking for the new cool products because it's going to be always cool to differentiate yourself, not by uh, something that everybody else can get, but you want to buy a product. And at the same time, support someone, right? And support someone. Yeah, you want to, you want to bring ideas to, to life. Absolutely. Well, guys, this is your chance to give our audience your pitch. Tell people what you're all about, where they should go, and why they should check out Flash. So the best if they can check our Kickstarter campaign, or you mean like uh, directly to to our uh, to our website, or or what you mean right, exactly? Yeah, just tell them all about your company. Anything that you didn't get a chance to add while you were uh, offline for a minute there, Lucas. But you know we're gonna s include links to everything we talked about today, as well as the crowdfunding campaign after. Okay, um, I, I didn't catch exactly uh, all the all the podcast because I had like the letter issue so uh, I didn't know exactly what you were talking about but overall 
like about us, like new uh, company in this industry, electric skateboard market, uh, like small micro electromobility. And we will appreciate the, the support from, from all the bakers, all who are listening this right now to, to support young entrepreneur with this new idea to bring the new brand on the market. Absolutely. Well, I know I'm excited for the launch. Audience, you guys will be one of the first ones to hear about this. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for the notes, the transcript, links to the campaign, and everything else we talked about today. And of course, thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Product Hype. Lucas and Martin, thank you so much for joining us today on Art of the Kickstart. Thank you so much, Roy, for invitation. Thank you. It was looking great. Welcome forward to Cheers. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it, and of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.